Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is November 2nd. That's November number 2, 2021. Just in case you're listening, Joe Biden, that's a Tuesday, not a Monday, not a Wednesday. It's a Tuesday. It's currently 2.30 a.m. in the morning. I've been up late fixing up photos, doing my wedding company thing. By the way, I'd like to thank all of you people out there, all of my customers out there booking with me. I really appreciate it. Hey, you know what? Business has been looking pretty good lately. I just want to thank you all again. All right, so how was your Halloween? My Halloween, (laughs) I didn't do much. I just caught up on some football. You know, I'm a football-aholic. I'm a football-holic. Is that what they call it? Football-holic? Or I'm just addicted to football. I like football, right? Even when, you know, all those people were taking their knees and, you know, just, uh, I guess, a lot of Republicans and conservatives were just so pissed off at the the kneeling and the flag and everything like that during the the Star Spangled Banner. And I was, too. You know, completely. You know, I believe you should stand for the national anthem. Take off your hat. You know, stand at stand at attention. Maybe put your hand over your heart. But um, I didn't like it yet. I didn't stop watching football. I really didn't. That's how much I love football, right? And some of you conservatives out there can criticize me for not doing that. But to my defense, I did cancel my NFL Sunday ticket. Uh, because I just didn't want to pay the NFL any money. And I think I paid about $250 a year to watch NFL football, uh, all of the programs live um, on my satellite TV. But anyway, so what is this, uh, I guess, podcast about? I want to talk about cultural, cultural, I'm sorry, that's kind of rolling off my tongue funny, uh, cultural appropriation, cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation. Man, there's a lot of P's in that word, right? Appropriation, right? So, you know, this word. Now, when I heard this word, now see, when I first heard this word, I didn't know what in the world it was. I really didn't know what it was. Um, I didn't know for a fact that it was racist. I've never heard of it before because why didn't I hear about it before? Well, number one is because I never attended college uh, for a very long amount of time. And when I did attend college, uh, they did, they weren't teaching this crap in college. They weren't teaching you how to be offended. They were teaching us real things. Well, I wouldn't say real things, but, you know, they were trying to teach us, you know, the basics, English, math, science, all those really good things, right? That would make you become something, uh, hopefully, when you graduated uh, this university that you were going into, into debt for. And back then, when I went to college... People weren't really going into debt, not like how they are today. I mean, I swear the kids nowadays, I am so sorry for you kids nowadays. If you are listening to me, you know, I feel so sorry for you because you come out of college and you don't know a skill. You don't, you don't know how to even, you know, fix a photo or like, you know, you know, you change the oil on a car or like, you know, wash your own clothes sometimes. It's really, really bad. So if you, you know, if you want to become an entrepreneur, entrepreneur out there, you're you're attending all all of these these business classes about the philosophy of how to become a financial wizard or fun, or, or a CEO, but you have no skill. You have no skill to create that business. You have no skill to be an entrepreneur. You have no skill to offer a customer. 
<laughs> right? So how can you become an on how can you become a business person? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Anyway, I didn't go to college college, so that's a good thing. I didn't learn how to become a victim. So when I got hit by this word, cultural appropriating, right? I was just kind of blindsided. I didn't know what the hell that was. And I remember this, uh, this incident with a friend of mine. So we went to see this movie. Um, I think it was called, yeah, it was Transformers. It was a, it was a Michael Bay movie. And, uh, well, you know, first of all, Michael Bay, it's either hit or miss with him. You, you either see a pretty good movie or a really crappy movie. Uh, most of the time, if he's just executive producing, it's pretty good, right? And if he gets another director out there and the editor and cinematographer, you're in pretty good hands. But if he's behind the camera, if he's directing, you're getting a bunch of mush that, you know, just doesn't really make a lot of sense. He just, he, he makes a lot of crappy movies. So anyway, so Michael Bay made this movie Transformers. I'm sure a lot of you saw it. And uh, I think there was these two robots in there, two little small robots in there, Decepticons, uh, that sounded a little bit like, you know, I think a little bit like, like gangsters and all that. Like, you know, they're, they're little, 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 I think little black robots, right? I think that's what it's supposed to be. So they're, and then the people who were playing them, I think they were like Kevin Hart. I think it was Kevin Hart was playing one of them. And they had gold chains on them. So anyway, uh, what happens is that I'm watching this with my friend who's going to college, and we have a bunch of group of guys. We all just went out to see Transformers because we were just like, oh man, we just all want to see it. We're all like fans of the, we're like all fans of the toys, fans of the cartoon. So we go out to see him. We're kind of like, oh yeah, that was a pretty good movie. But during the movie, our one friend who, who was going to college, he just couldn't stop cussing under his breath, he said, God damn it, I hate this guy. Damn, he's saying every single cuss word out there. He, and we got out of the movie, and his face was just literally just red, like red. And he, tears were coming down his eyes. And so I can't believe that effing this, effing that, effing this, effing that. So I'm so pissed off. I can't believe this. You took me to this movie. How dare you take this to me to this movie, right? And we're saying, whoa, dude, what's your problem? He says, that is like the most racist movie I've ever seen in my life. We're like, what? And, and again, all of my friends who I was with, most of us, I think about 90%, I think all of us were college dropouts. I, well, Pitmaster Keith was there. Pitmaster Keith only went to two years of college or to get an associate's degree, and then he, then he was out of there. Um, but, but then all the, everyone else dropped out of college. So, and, and everyone else was all on, they were all, all entrepreneurs, by the way. They're the typical business people who dropped out of college and they're, they're entrepreneurs. And this other guy, he was going to college to learn how to become an entrepreneur. So he was just pissed. And we're like, what's your problem? The movie wasn't good. We told him the movie wasn't good. It was a huge disappointment. But we couldn't see any racism in it. And he said, no, those two robots. I can't believe those two robots. They're like so racist. You know, they're just putting my whole, my, whole, my whole family down. Now, our friend, he was half black. Uh, we couldn't tell. We didn't, we didn't even know he was half black. I think he was half or one quarter black or something like that. And we said, oh, dude, we're sorry about that. But we didn't understand that. He said, no, they're like, they didn't even ask my permission to like, you know, like, you ask my permission or ask the black community permission to like, you portray these characters, characters like black people. We're like, which like black people? Like the ones who like Kevin Hart was playing? Because Kevin Hart is black. I think it was Kevin Hart who was playing those little robots. And, you know, Kevin Hart, 
he always plays that little small little like like a like character like that and kind of like complains about everything and all that so i mean i like kevin hart right but he always plays that 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 little wimpy guy he's always done that since um those scream movies or those, those funny scream movies what was it called i forgot what it was called but it was a it was a it was an off take on those other movies uh, it, it was like it was a comedy, but, but he, that's where he got to start, I think, by playing this small little black guy who who just was, you know, which was just fun to love, you know, he was just fun to love, and he still plays that small little black guy who is just fun to love, like he's always, a, you know, rock sidekick or something like that, and always complaining, and never the alpha male. He he usually never plays the alpha male, right? It's always this beta beta cock type of character, but anyway. Yeah, so that's what he did. But he was just so mad. So, uh, and he kept using the word, they appropriated, they culturally appropriated everything. Like I was like, what? Like, really? What? <laughs> so, so anyway, I, we had to work our phones and figure out what the hell he was talking about. And we did. And we said, okay, you know, we're, you know, I guess and we had, we had to apologize for taking him to the movie, even though we didn't even mean to like that. It was kind of weird. Cause he, he was kind of mad that we didn't apologize, uh, you know, to him for like taking him to the movie. We're like, dude, we're like, okay, we're sorry for what again, exactly. And then he was calling us racist for not even realizing that. And well, later on, we found out that, that, you know, our quote unquote friend had mental problems, but, uh, you know, we, we all kind of looked at each other and said that, now, again, like me, after our friend left, we were like looking at each other and saying, well, now what was racist about that movie? We really don't understand. So we start to dive more into cultural appropriation. Still didn't understand it. And uh, we, as we grew older, you know, as we went on with our life and we all kind of, our group kind of all split up. Uh, every now and then, these incidents of cultural appropriation, quote unquote appropriation, uh, would actually, um, I guess, pop up. And they're still popping up. Now they're popping up even more today than they were before, especially after the whole George Floyd incident, right? And, uh, you know, every time it does, oh, that's when my Facebook messenger, you know, gets a ding on it. And, every, and then they start saying, oh, you know, you remember that time our friend went crazy, you know, over like Transformers? And I said, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And, uh, you know, it just seems like nowadays, fast forward to the present, Everything, everything is just racist. Everything, and uh, now going back to Facebook, I I remember what happened, uh, and and why this actually like uh, became more of an issue just maybe within the last year or so, is that uh, and I think I may have told this story before to um, to some of you. So if you listen to to my old podcast, you may get a repeat of the story. I really apologize for it, um, but there was these uh, there there was these uh, white white women, you know, who, Caucasian women, uh, who were, like, uh, dressing up in uh, kimonos. And if you're, not, now if you're not familiar with what kimonos are, they're just Japanese, uh, Japanese attire, right? And, you know, those, those, um, uh, those, those, those geishas at one time, they would wear these, uh, they wear their white powdered faces, and they wear their hair up very fancy, and it kind of looks like, kind of like a pompadour type of thing. And they wear these uh, wooden slippers and these uh, kind of like these little, little cute dresses that are, that, uh, that they kind of look, look like, um, they kind of look like bathrobes, but they're Japanese like, you know. Right. So anyway, well, I can't use the word Japanese, right? Because that's also racist. <laughs> okay. But anyway, but, but that's what it is. It's made in Japan. So I had uh, two friends who made a comment on this one. I think this one 
white person was a celebrity, and she was posing in a picture with kimonos uh, with kimonos on with her daughters. I think it was for Halloween, and uh, and everyone just started blasting this celebrity and her kids, and uh, and, and they started saying, "How dare you do this?" And how you know how you did, how dare you culturally appropriate the Asian people and all this kind of things and everything, and they're just hammering down on her. Just hammering down on this lady, right? And I see all of these people right on Facebook. They're all just hammering, just insulting the celebrity. It's bad. It's really, really bad. So then I, I take a look at this this girl. I mean, all, my friends who are also joining in on the bashing of this one celebrity. And I realize that my friends are Asian, right? You know, mostly everyone in Hawaii are Asian. And, uh, but they're Chinese. One's Korean. <laughs> and I write, I write there to them, wait a minute. You know, what, what, uh, I guess, how is she insulting you? The Koreans don't wear that type of dressing, and neither, you know, you're, it, it, and neither do the Chinese. It's only the Japanese. You two are not Japanese, right? And she said, oh, no, we're, we're, we're Asian. But we're Asian. And, we're, and, and that's what was happening. The majority of the people who were complaining were not even Japanese. And a lot of the people who were like real Japanese, like my friend was Japanese, right? Like, and she's like, I don't really care. Like, who the hell cares? Right? It really didn't matter to anyone, right? And, but it only mattered to people who were liberals, who went to college, who were fed this complete BS type of narrative to become offended. You know, so it's just so weird. It's just so weird. So, you know, I want to kind of dive into cultural appropriation uh, today. Uh, you know, I'm going to cut the commercial. I'll be back. I'm going to try to explain it more. I'm going to get a little more in depth into it. And then, uh, you know, hopefully we won't spend too much time on it, but then we'll segue clearly into something that has to do with cultural appropriation, but not, you know, but, um, I'll save it. I'll save it till later though. I'm going to, I want to keep you hanging around for my podcast. Why don't, we, why don't we just say that? All right. So here comes the commercial break right now. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Alrighty, welcome back to my podcast where I talk about anything I want to, not just barbecue, not just movies, not just about screenwriting, I know my name, I call myself Scriptwriter Steve, but it's not all about screenwriting, is it, right? In fact, I haven't talked about screenwriting in a long time, I should, I really, really should. By the way, I will be, um, I, I will be taking part in another podcast on another, I guess, uh, channel, uh, where I will be talking about the movie making, everything, my experiences in the movie industry or in the entertainment industry. You know, my my life as a screenwriter um, doesn't really revolve or revolve around Hollywood. It evolves from Hollywood. Why don't we just say that? I learned everything in California and I evolved out of there. 
I don't like LA. I don't like California. I don't like Hollywood. And uh, once I saw the red flags on the door, which I saw very early, I was just I was out of there within about a couple years. And um, I don't ever ever want to go back. The people there, they're shallow. The people there. Well, I'm sorry. We can't really say everyone there because there's, there's actually great people working in, the, working in the entertainment industry. But it just seems as though in that industry, in the Hollywood industry, it just seems they get things wrong more than they, than they get things right, and especially now. So if you have a great idea, a great idea about a movie that you want to just, you know, that you just have brewing in your soul. Uh, they'll take that idea, they'll screw with it, and that idea will get perverted, manipulated, and when it'll come out on screen, it'll look nothing like what you envisioned. That's what they do. That's what they do. It's it's, it's not a good thing. Anyway, you know, everything, you know, I got to make a podcast about the entertainment industry on another day, if you really want to know it. I'm trying to think about it, whether or not I want to save that for the other channel, though. So I'll let you know. But it's really, it's really some interesting stuff. We're going to go back on topic here with this cultural appropriation. I'm not going to edit that out. You know, I don't really edit my podcast. So, you know, you notice I'm just, I'm just talking, I'm, I'm talking story here with you, right? I'm just, it's, it, this is a conversation that me and you are having. So what is cultural appropriation? So I looked it up on Wikipedia. I'm going to read it for you. It means, hold on, I'm going to bring this to my screen. I'm going to bring it to my screen so that because the definition is kind of wacky. It's a college education. It's a college. It's college speak. I hate this type of. I hate the way. I I hate college speak. And so when I'm going to read this to you, you're going to say, "Well, that that doesn't make any sense." So anyway, cultural appropriation is the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of an element or elements of one culture or identity by members of another cultural or identity. This can be converse, uh, con. Uh, conversational or controversial when members of a dominant culture use cultures from from minority cultures. Does that make any any sense whatsoever? Okay. So what it means is taking... (laughs) Why don't we just simplify it here? It basically means taking the culture of a minority group without asking permission. That's all it means. So (laughs) apparently there have been celebrities out there who have been, you know... (laughs) <laughs> accused of culturally appropriating their look uh, to to um, to to uh, advance their careers. Now, one of them, which I didn't know, one of them, which I didn't know, was actually who's this? Um, uh, Elvis Presley. Now, some of his songs. Now, I actually went down to the studio where he recorded in over in Memphis, and there was a few songs that uh, I guess there was a uh, a black artist over there. And uh, it sounded exactly like one of his songs, but unfortunately, that song that 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 black artist never made it big. So what happened was that Elvis, you know, again borrowed that rift, and I'm not sure if he did it legally. I think he did it legally. I'm not sure he may have done it illegally, but he used that rift, and he then he made one of his other songs, which became a hit. So that's not culturally appropriating if he did it illegally. That means it's basically stealing, right? Now, if he did it, if he if he got permission by that person, well, that means you know he's paying royalties and he paid he paid him onto it. It's a okay. So it's not culturally appropriating just because that guy who made it was black. It doesn't mean that. Not so. It's either theft 
or it's just or borrowing or being inspired by it has nothing to do with taking black culture and then saying it is mine because I am white. <laughs> so a lot of people, you know, who are you know, they're accusing Elvis Presley of cultural appropriation. Now, if anything, you can you can accuse him of theft. Um, if he actually did steal the the rights to that song, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll do some more research onto that later on. But I am just speaking from the top of my mind right now. So, what other you know celebrities have been accused of cultural appropriation? Well, um, I believe. Hold on a second. I'm going to pull up this website right here. I'm going to like uh, just go down the list here. Just to so we have Coldplay and Beyonce. So apparently, Beyonce traveled to Mumbai. For the annual um, Holly Festival, and a video shows the band performing and playing in the streets with children with colors, and uh, and are splat. And then Beyonce appears on screen, dressed in you know Bollywood actress clothing, wearing Indian clothes. Apparently, she didn't get permission by the Indians to wear Indian clothes. So Teen Vogue actually accused accused her of being culturally appropriating that without because she is black she's not supposed to dress like an Indian. What? What? Are you kidding me? Like I mean, this is really stupid, right? Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna go down here. Um, let's see here. Molly Cyrus. Okay, so when she was moving away from hip hop, and then she was collaborating with other artists. Uh, she faced a uh, backlash, and and um, they accused her of having white privilege because she only adopted black culture when it was convenient. Hmm. And who's the one who called her out? Oh, Nicki Minaj. So what did Miley Cyrus do? Oh, she put braids in her hair. Really, braids in your hair? You did? You did? She didn't ask um, uh, Nicki Minaj. If it was okay to actually wear braids in her hair. <laughs> Is that stupid? Is that really stupid? By the way, the first, I think the first type of um, uh, culture to, to wear braids in their hair were not blacks, right? They were not Africans. That was done by the Vikings. I did some research about that. And the Vikings, those redhead Vikings, when they were on, went on ship and grew their hair really long, they were the first ones to actually sport that look, to, to sport dreadlocks to, to support that 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 type of um i guess we call it the rastafarian look right um where you put a little bit mud in your hair and tangle it up and everything like that and that was actually done by white people so if anything if we go back into time it is the blacks here in america that are cultural cultural appro- appropriating um the hairstyle of red-headed viking men Okay, if we really want to get into the into the whole thing about it. Oh, my God. Well, I'm just going to scroll down this because it gets really, really just stupid here. You're, I'm looking at some Victoria's Secrets models and they're wearing, uh, I guess, uh, Indian Indian uh, headbands right there. And, and it's really cool because they're in like lingerie and they're wearing these Indian headbands with feathers. It looks really, really nice. But of course, um, this Victoria's Secrets model, I think her name is Carly Kloss. Who have no idea who she is, uh, you know, she's wearing the, the Indian headband, um, but she's not Indian. Apparently, they're saying you can't wear it if you're not Indian. You, you know that over in the, the Chiefs Stadium right now, you can't wear 
that that Indian headband over there. And they're saying you can't do the Indian chop. You can't go yo da 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 you can't do that. You can't do that because that's cultural appropriating. Because the, the Kansas City Chiefs have nothing to do with Indian culture, right? Or Native Native American culture. You know, someone's gonna find someone's gonna be offended by it. You know, here's my thing. Why don't I just get past all of it? I'm not gonna stop listing all of this. You get what I'm saying here. This whole cultural appropriation stuff is just freaking stupid. Why do you have to? I mean, what type of person goes around and, and starts looking for ways to be offended? You know, here in Hawaii, we have a football team uh, called the um, the Kuku Red Raiders, and their logo is a Native American guy. It's kind of like the Washington Redskins things, and, and it's a profile of a Native American with the war feathers on the back. Now, of course... There's no Native American, you know, no Native American war feathers, you know, type of pre-people over here in Hawaii. And some lady, some like girl, uh, came down to Hawaii, saw that on the back of someone's car, and, and all of a sudden was offended. And then she, 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 she and some other like lawyer group uh, smacked down uh, that school, uh, the, Kuhuku, the, the, the Kuhuku Red Raiders school, with, um, with an, uh, I guess, uh, a lawsuit that would tell that, that basically said that, hey, you know what? You're culturally appropriating uh, the Native Americans there. Please rem- remove that name. You're, you're no longer the, the, Red, the Red Raiders and remove that logo. Now, <laughs> down there in Kahuku, I swear, you don't mess with those people down in Kahuku. You don't mess with those people. And, you know, they push back hard. I'm not sure what's going on with that. I hope they won. But uh, this person, you know, again, she doesn't even live here. She's a freaking tourist and comes down here and tries to ruin, you know, a, you know, a football team's historical, I guess, uh, livelihood, like how they did with the Washington Redskins, off because they feel they're being violated somehow. You know, my question is, is that how can someone, really enjoy life if they just go around looking for different ways to be offended, right? We live in this world. We live in America. And it seems that everyone is screaming racism in some shape or form. Now, I'll tell you one thing. When I look at all the people here who are being accused of culturally appropriating whatever, right? More often than not, now Beyonce is the exception, it's white people, all right? Apparently, white people are just all the, you know, they're just completely like evil racists, right? How dare they wear their heads and their hair in dreadlocks? How dare they, you know, they wear an Indian, what do you call a headband right there with feathers out there, right? How dare they wear a kimono? How dare they do that? Because they're white. They can't do anything right. They have no culture. They're horrible, right? So, <laughs> you know, you have to just hate them. What type, and, and that, by the, that, by the way, is freaking racist. I, I mean, I, I really think the, the implementation of cultural appropriation is racist, right? And, and, and again, this is the world that we're living in now. And here's the really crazy thing. It's not getting any better. You know, everything, 
You know, Joe Biden and all the Democrats right now, they love to play the race card because you know what? They hate to focus on what's wrong with the world right now and they hate to focus on, on solutions to fix the problems that we have going on in our world. They would rather distract you with BS arguments such as racism. They want us to be divided. They want us to hate each other. They want us, you know, to be offended by every single thing we see. They think it's a little, they think it's probably pretty funny, right? You know, you know, for me, when I, when I take, when I take a look at back in my life, have I culturally appropriated anything? I'm 100, I'm 100% full Chinese. I wear my hair, um, Kind of like Elvis, I wear it in a pompadour. Uh, I may be culturally appropriating um, the white hairstyle. I am so sorry to all you white people. I am copying Elvis's hairstyle, right? And apparently, I'm being very racist toward whites by wearing my hair like that because I didn't ask ask permission by the Presley family, right? You know, it, that's how stupid it is. That's how dumb. Cultural, cultural appropriation is. One, you know, culture is great when it's shared. Culture is the greatest form, form of flattery is imitation. If someone wants to imitate your look or take it to another level, that right there is actually a form of flattery. The Washington Redskins, how can that be racist? If everyone loves that logo, how can that be a racist logo if the, if the people who created that, that logo were actually Native Americans? How can the name Redskins actually be actually a racist term if the, the Washington football team, before it was named the Redskins, asked the Native Americans, what, would we, what can we call this? And they said, why don't you call it the Redskins? And... Lo and behold, that's how they became the Redskins. How can the Washington Redskins logo and name be racist if the majority of Native Americans don't even give a damn and a Navajo Nation football team is actually called the Redskins and uses the same logo? Imitation is the greatest form of flattery. It always was. Right? If people want to take, if people want to dress like the Chinese or the Japanese or some other culture, they're just doing that to, to actually say, wow, this is cool. I want to look at like this. Why can't I look like this? But apparently you can't now. You have to get the permission of some other minority group. How dare you take that, that culture from me and make it better or make, or make it look better, right? Or even make it look worse. I don't care, right? Who knows? I remember once there was a there was a um, a person who wore their hair in a I guess she she was a woman and she was wearing her hair because she came out of the shower and she wore it up in a towel and all of a sudden people were saying accusing her of culturally appropriating that look because that look is reserved for certain Muslims because Elon Omar right wears that little turban type of thing. She, this, this, you know, for the longest time, I've seen that. That's how women wear their hair, how they dry their hair. If you're a woman listening to my show, I bet you wear your hair in a towel to, to dry it off. 
That's not culturally appropriating anything. Oh. I swear this topic, it gives me a headache. It really, really does. All right, people. All right. So what am I going to segue into that from here? Well, I already kind of did. I just really wanted to tell you about how racism is, or the theory of racism, is, uh, is trying to control our entire narrative of the way we lived in today's, I guess, the way we live and operate in today's world, in America specifically. Um, right now, what I see in America is that we are divided by race. We complain about racism left and right. Not we, all of us, but I would say about half the nation. When there is no racism, you know, again, cult- cultural appropriation, it doesn't really exist. It really doesn't exist. It only exists to the race baiters out there who want to try to find something to complain about. But you will find that every single time, every single time a Democrat, or not even a Democrat, someone out there uh, can't actually uh, rebuttal your argument, rebuttal your logic, they will immediately play the race card on you. You know, they will call you a racist, try to cancel you because you are some type of racist or some type of, you know, some type of, you would, you, you are, you'll be accused of some type of phobia, like transphobia, homophobia. You know, you're, you're, you're against the LGBTQ community. And, that, that, and that's the worst right, right now too, because the LGBTQ community, right, the alphabet community, like what a lot of people are calling them, they go after people right now. And in fact, I'm seeing uh, cultural appropriation, like the, some people on the LGBTQ community are accusing straight people of taking their style. <laughs> so what do you do in life? You just walk, I mean, are we just going to be able to walk? I, what's going to happen later on? Are we, are we just all going to be walking around naked because we, we can't actually wear certain clothes at all because everything's culturally appropriating something? You know, I, I think regular clothes that we wear we are, we're culturally appropriating Chinese clothes because everything is made in China, right? So even if you're wearing a white shirt, apparently that's, you're, you're actually appropriating Chinese culture because that's made in China. And that's been made in China for the last couple of decades. So how dare you wear a white shirt or jeans or whatever that, because that's all Chinese. That's all made in China, people. Look at it, right? <laughs> That's how dumb it's getting. Now, how do we stop this? How do we stop this? Well, I have to tell you this. Well, first of all, we stop it by just practicing plain old logic. And secondly, we stop this from, we have to stop this by being strong. You can't back down. So if you ever engage with someone on top of Facebook, you don't back down. If you actually engage with one of your friends with this, don't back down. You have to argue. You have to stand your ground. And especially if you are considered a minority, you know, stand up for your, your white brethren because they need the most defending. They do. You know, this nation right now is suffering. We are a racist nation, by the way, right now. We are extremely racist. But we're not racist against the minorities. Isn't that re- really weird? They're racist against Caucasians. They are racist against the whites. Yes. Right now, CRT teaches that white people are below 
every other group out there because they're automatically racist. Now, just, <laughs> that's the weird thing. That's the, uh, that's the oxymoronic thing about that statement because that statement right there just bleeds racism, right? That just that screams racism from the top of the mountain because the definition of racism is basically prejudice you know, mixed in with a little bit of hate. And what does prejudice mean? Well, prejudice literally means to prejudge. So when you prejudge someone and you mix a little, you mix a little hate in there, right? All of a sudden, and you mix a little bit hate based upon their color of their skin. Well, that's racism. And look at all the people out there right now, including white people, white liberals. They hate, hate white conservatives, white conservatives who believe, who believe in traditional values such as family, God, you know, fiscal, a fiscally responsible government, you know, uh, an America, an America where you go to your, America with low gas prices, right? An America with low crime and very little homelessness, right? You know, an America where everyone can make it. They, those are the people who are getting accused of being racist. All right, people. I've been talking for a little too long here. I got to go to bed, right? And this podcast, I think I ran out of stuff to talk about. So anyway, I'm going to hit the stop button here. Thanks for joining me. If you uh, like this podcast, make sure to share it. And I will catch you around. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.